the plot heats up, but things start to cool down as our boys head north. And we're going to talk all about it this week on Shonen and Suds. We're back for another week of perfection. Thank God we put down that turd that was the full the live action movie, and we're back to the good stuff. How the hell are you, bud? Oh man, Chris, it is good to be back. Good to be back in the in the good side of Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, Indeed. Of course, we're talking about Brotherhood. We are here for part three. Um, yes. So it's twenty-seven through thirty-nine. Thirty-nine, yeah. Yeah, twenty-seven through thirty-nine. And, and uh, we're getting we're introduced to some of my favorite characters in the show, and I, I love it. I love the Fort Briggs gang. I, I wish they had their own show. Yeah, I'd watch it. I mean, it could be anything. I, I would it, absolutely. It could be just random stuff up at Fort Briggs. We don't even need homunculus. Uh, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. For um, yeah. Just some whatever wacky capers that that gang gets into. I, I'm here for it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, it was nice to see you know <laughs> the Armstrong family, Chris. We've been we went a week without them because they just forgot oh. to get casted in the live action film. Yeah, <laughs> and when I can't have my boy Alex Louise Armstrong on screen, his older sister is the next best thing because that's a bad bitch she will she will end your fucking world and i love her for it yeah she is she is a powerhouse herself um yeah absolutely she can step on my nads any day cody (laughs) i tell you what What? (laughs) the law of the north killing me uh, but of course, we are back once again, Chris, for Shonen and Suds. This is episode uh, 123, 123, I think. Man, oh man, 123. We're, we're getting there. And Cody, of course, we're not going to get too far ahead of ourselves. You know, I'm your host, Chris Adams. And I'm Cody Snodgrass. And yeah, man, episode 123. And I, I'm just, dude, another 13 episodes of perfection. Like, it's... I, 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 I struggle to find anything wrong with this show. Some of the some of the dialogue's a little a little hammy, but I mean that I I, I feel like I'm reaching for that. But um, yeah, I'm like it's just good. It's just good. Yeah, like to find uh, like to find an imperfection with this. Yeah, I mean we we're looking at this with a magnifying glass. I think. Um, yeah, you could be just a dick to find some to find some things wrong with it right like you're it's just like it's perfect and this first episode that we're going to dive into cody like is if you want to learn like it's a master class on how to do a recap episode yeah i think it's definitely one of my favorite recap episodes granted there's not many at least not many well done ones in anime um we mentioned before the cast like this one you said the my hero recaps um, yeah, I think Death Note. I think is also episode twenty-seven. Yes, is their recap as well. Mm-hmm. Twenty-six or twenty-seven. Yeah, just well, fantastic. Nice this one was recap. definitely a good time for yeah. it. And then plus, not only do you get the recap, you get a little bit with Hohenheim and yeah, Panako. Uh, yeah, old Grandma Rockbell, old Granny Rockbell. Before she was said, Granny. Yep. Um. Yeah, she was tough, cool. man. She she was she was the best drinking buddy you could have. Oh, I'd go cool. drinking with Granny Rockbell. Oh, all day. We'd have her as a guest on, on right Oh here on my the cast. god. <laughs> Absolutely. She she'd be drinking us under the table. 
sure, for sure, yeah. <laughs> um, but of course, before we get to all of that, uh, we do got a little bit of news, Chris. Um, yeah. I guess we'll start. We'll start with our vegetables per usual. Uh, we did mm-hmm. have another another loss in the voice acting community. Um, oh, you hate to see it. Uh, voice actor Grant James has passed away at the age of eighty-seven. Um, mm-hmm. He had a long, long career, Chris. Uh, he was an English dub actor, of course. Um, of course. He had roles in One Piece, Omanakma's Brotherhood as Scar's master, uh, Detective Conan, Samurai 7, Fairy Tale, Darker Than Black, DBZ. The list just goes on and on. Um, yeah, you know, it just sucks losing another another voice actor. Um, but it, it looks like... Flags at half-mast, man. Flags at half-mast. Flags at half-mast, yes, Chris. I, I was... I was uh, not happy to see, but I was glad to see that there was no, you know, no cancer, no, no, no disease or any like or any bullshit like that. Um, but yeah, you know, it still sucks. No, absolutely. R.I.P. To yeah, twenty twenty two has been a tough one. It has been a tough one for for deaths and yeah, just rough. It's been a rough one. Been a rough one, but also Cody. Did you have a wonderful Thanksgiving? Oh, I didn't. I forgot to even ask. Holy shit! It's been so, yeah, it's been a, a minute since we last recorded because we recorded that last episode early, and then this one's yeah a normal day. Um, but yeah, had a good Thanksgiving. Had a great Skanksgiving. Wink, wink. Oh, yes. <laughs> no, um, hell yeah! No, but we did our friendsgiving, and then uh, did a family Thanksgiving on Saturday. Uh, I did nothing on Thanksgiving but just play video games and. Relax. I don't, uh, how much uh, how much green bean casserole did you ingest? Well, Chris, I was only going to make one pan, and then I, uh-huh. I, I found out my buddy, uh, uh, my my buddy's brother was coming, and I know he likes green bean casserole, so I whipped up two pans and we put that shit down. Oh, oh baby! Yeah, I, I I I think I might make the best green bean casserole, and I mean, I, you know, that's Ooh. you know, I I. <laughs> the family one that I didn't make this past Saturday didn't even compare to mine. I was I was disappointed. Oh, I was man. like, I was like, all right, my stepmom kind of let me down. It was it, it was right off the back Brilliant. of the box. I was like, you got to you got to up your game. All right. Um, yeah, you can't you can't just follow the instructions because I mean that shit's made by white people. They don't know what seasoning is, dog. Exactly, exactly. You got to add a little pizzazz to it. Um, yeah, you got to hook that shit up, man. <laughs> yeah. Get a little garlic powder in there or something, man. Yeah, Thanksgiving was good, and then of course Black Friday, Chris. I was up at five a.m. hitting up GameStop, hitting up Best Buy. You know, hell yeah! It was very not busy though, which was kind of disappointing. Yeah, because I actually went to the grocery store on Friday. I was thinking when I say grocery store, I actually went to Walmart uh, later that day, and it was a fucking ghost town in there. Like it was a ghost town. Yeah, I, I was while I was at GameStop, I was the only person there the entire time, and there was like, I mean, they had PS5s out in the open, just, just damn. Uh, I don't know, it's just a lot different. <laughs> you know, a year ago they were camping out for PS5 still. Now it's like mm-hmm. nobody even shows up. Um, but you know, it's still a lot of fun. Had a good Thanksgiving. What about you, Chris? How was your uh, How was your Thanksgiving, if you will? Oh, it was perfect. Steaks were cooked to perfection, as one might suggest. And, uh, yeah, we had green bean casserole. We just kind of hung out. Like, me, I, it was nice to not travel anywhere. Like, even if our friends, like, you know, we've done Friendsgiving, uh, you know, in the last few years, and normally we travel. Um, 
nope, we just fucking went radio silent. It was like, we, we've, we've traveled. We're just staying at home. And we just like watched fucking, we've started watching Andor, which is awesome, by the way. Andor is super, super good. Um, and just, yeah, just crush some steaks. That's about it. Love that. Love that. Nothing, nothing wrong with not traveling. I don't like to travel. Especially now, Chris. I, I feel I, it's getting cold outside, man. I'm trying to oh stay inside. I already feel myself getting sick. My roommates oh, are sick. Oh, no. It's all just, it's just staying inside season. So <laughs> Get this man some soup or some noodle soup. Mmm, noodle soup. Yeah, well, as you know, Chris, before the podcast, I polished off a couple packets of ramen noodles. I'll probably get the chicken noodle going later. And uh, Oh, there you go. Get yourself some hot tea and just bundle up and watch some good fucking anime because that's all that's happening right now. Or, Cody, I know you like true crime, like documentaries and stuff like that. You, what you should do, here's what you should do. This is what will cure what ail, what ails you. Um, go ahead and wrap yourself up in a blanket, get yourself a hot tea or a hot mug of soup, and watch the fucking Texas Killing Fields on Netflix. I will add that to the list immediately. Um, Please do. Yeah, it's called like Netflix what, Crime Story, Texas Killing Fields. That's that, that's what you need to go ahead and watch. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I heard, I heard Texas killing. Yep. All right. <laughs> Add to the list. Yeah, I, look, I, I love it when a show, when a documentary, a movie, or whatever tells me what I'm getting into. Texas Killing Fields, Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre, or the one coming out next year, Cocaine Bear. <laughs> you, you've got uh, purchase ticket. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've actually. I will be there for Cocaine Bear. Yeah, I needed a new crime documentary. I've been watching. Um, I haven't finished it yet. But I've been watching the, the Pepsi documentary. Dude, that's so good, right? Yeah. The fucking where Pepsi Where's My Jet? Dude, yeah. I love that shit. Because yeah. I, I, I like I was like the age. I was the age that they were marketing to. I was like the Pepsi generation. I I, I should I should have been the one going after the Harrier jet. That shit's wild, isn't it? Yeah, it is crazy. I think I'm on episode three now. Um Fucking Pepsi, man. Yeah, that's fucking what, Pepsi. That's what I've been watching outside of, uh, of course, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. So good. I love, I love documentaries, man. Especially like nostalgia ones, because I remember the commercials. I remember, like, I love going back and seeing like the different like Pepsi labels. And then when the when it shows the person putting the Crystal Pepsi in their fucking shopping cart, I was like, Jesus Christ! I remember that. Because when when exactly did that take? Was it like late eighties, early nineties, or was it just in the nineties? Yeah, it was. It was like mid nineties. I okay. think it was like ninety five or ninety six. Like it was, or maybe even ninety seven. Because it was like like premium. Like Cindy Crawford was like the hottest woman on planet Earth. Uh, like Spice Girls were big. Like the Pepsi, the Pepsi generation stuff was uh, was really kicking into high gear. Yeah, I remember. In those times, I remember my mom and dad because they were heavy smokers when I was a kid. Um, mm-hmm. and they were they would get the the Camels bucks or whatever they were called. Uh huh. I can't tell you how many packs of cigarettes I had to pull those off of that my mom would like throw away. And she's like, "Oh wait, go grab the Camel bucks out." And it's like, "All right." Oh man. And we get a new you know a new ashtray or you know some some other That's terrible a fucking product. Camel boom. <laughs> Hey, that, that's where your that's where your fucking book bag came from, baby. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been I've been watching that. Um, and obviously, like I said, Brotherhood. Um, but yeah, outside of uh, other news stuff that we got to talk about, uh, Makoto Shinkai's Suzume film uh, once again number one at the box office. 
Yeah, it's just slamming ass over there in Japan, as to be expected. Yeah, even with the the film from that time I got reincarnated as a slime, which I know is another big mm-hmm. anime, um, that opened at number two under this. Um, they've earned 6.26 billion yen in 17 days. Um, so that's, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of yen, Cody. That's about 45.5 million USD. Um, <clears throat> Man, it's good. film is crushing it. I can't wait till it comes here. I just can't wait. Yeah, I'm not watching. Yeah, I'll be there trailers. in theaters for that I'll one. I'll just be there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then outside of that, uh, we did get a couple new screenshots or whatever they call these things for the near automata anime. Again. Yeah. The, I, I'm. I'm already. I'm in. in. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't. You don't have to show me anything else. I'm definitely in. Uh, but Cody, speaking of trailers, we did. We did get a new Super Mario Brothers trailer, and I, I'm. I'm. I'm so in. I can't stand it. And I don't give a fuck about the voices. I don't care. I don't. I lived my whole goddamn life. Cody, you know who the voice of Mario is to me? Fucking Captain Lou Albano. That's how far back I go. So I don't give a fuck if people like Chris Pratt or not. I don't care about I've had so many Mario voice actors in my life. Chris Pratt's just another one. I don't care. But what I do care about is how awesome this fucking movie looks. Yeah, it looks awesome. I haven't actually watched the newest trailer, but I've seen a bunch of the. Oh my god, Cody! You need to, <laughs> you need to. As soon as you get done with, as soon as we're done recording, you are pulling up YouTube and you're gonna watch that trailer, dude. It's so dope. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen a lot of the, I've seen probably the whole trailer in screenshots. To be honest, like I saw, there's like a cart part. I saw my boy mm-hmm. Toad, DK, Peach, everybody, the whole, the gang's all here. Yep. Um, they're all there. Even some even some Yoshis, Cody. Oh yeah, love that. And but I mean I'm with you, Chris. I I could care less. I it's like getting mad at the voice actor for anything. It's like who cares? Yeah, I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to be just off. I'm going to be Cody. I'm going to be hammered, drunk in that theater. Oh yeah, that'll be that'll be a good time. And when does that does that come out before Next year, I want to say that comes out this Dude, year. Dude, it's 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 next year. I oh, I want to say like I, yeah, I want to say they've got a release date. I think it's like April, like March or April, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, April seventh. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's it's early next year. Like it'll be fucking April before we know it. Oh, it was previously slated to open on December twenty first. Maybe that's uh, mind. Um, that's possible. But either way, you know, a mo- little more time in the oven never hurt nobody. Yeah, hey, absolutely, man. You know how it is with Nintendo, man. Anything they put out, like it's especially when it's their first party. I'm pretty sure they're treating that shit with kid gloves. But why did they put Kiss Pratt in the movie then? <laughs> Fuck you. It it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And from what I've heard of his voice, it sounded fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it'll be all right. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all the news <laughs> I think we got for this week. Um. Yeah, that's all I've got going on. Yeah, hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. And now, Chris, it is almost time to talk about Formula Oculus Brotherhood, but there is one more uh, thing we got to take care of, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Cody, I heard you know when you, when you put it so when you <laughs> oh yeah when you when you put it so eloquently, I I need to know, and the people need to know what you're drinking. Good crack. I was unsure if that crack was going to make it into the mic. Uh, Chris. Oh, I heard it. We have an update. First of all, let me. Oh. I, I, this is the, 
Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news indeed. Let me pull this up just so I can... I don't want to speak out of pocket here. Um, but we have uh -huh. a new update. So if you remember, I don't know, maybe a month ago? Maybe, I, I mm -hmm. was probably about a month ago. Do you remember when I brought the Truly Lemonades back and I was like, they got rid of the black cherry flavor and now there's this watermelon? Um, yeah. And, and this is the lemonade pack, of course. Well, Chris, mm -hmm. they did it again. They, <laughs> although this one I'm kind of okay with. Um, they took out uh -huh. the mango flavor is no more. And oh, they, shit. And they now have a pineapple lemonade. And so that is what, oh. I, that is what I am enjoying. Um, okay. You know, st still if you're going to replace a mango with a fruit, pineapple pineapple is a very lateral move. Yeah, I so think, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm absolutely fine with it. <clears throat> now, granted, I think you can still... I don't know if it's like a limited time pack, but it doesn't say uh -huh. like anything like that on the, on the box. <laughs> so I don't know if it's just you get what you get. Fuck it, you're getting pineapple? Because, well, like, I see here I'm on Google, and I can still buy the original pack. Like Very with, interesting. With the black cherry and with the mango. Um, but in my, in my opinion, uh, the pineapple, first of all, it's fantastic. Very refreshing. Um, I love it. But I think we need to petition to bring back the black cherry and cut the watermelon flavor. Um, I think that's something that needs to happen. Yeah. Uh, the watermelon is fine, but it's no black cherry. Black cherry was the sleeper hit in the box. And I, you know, I didn't know what I had until it was gone, Chris. Now it's in in typical form. Yeah, you know, like the mango that the mango's gone. Uh, I don't miss it. Uh, I'm not a mango guy. I'm not a mango person. No. I, I mean, I'll, I'll that I'll, is fair. I'll drink the seltzers because you know, it, usually you got to put up with some kind of bad flavor. But we won't blow mm -hmm. back. Um, but with that being said, pineapple, fantastic. It's probably one of my favorite flavors, if not my favorite. Strawberry lemonade's kind of a classic. Um, yeah, super refreshing. Uh, again, 5% alcohol, 100 calories, 1 gram of sugar. Uh, Gluten-free. In the beach life. pod. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that is our update to the Truly uh, Party Pack. I'll, I'll keep any, uh, any, any more breaking no news comes around. Uh, I'll keep you guys posted. Uh, any flavors Please changes. do, man. Um, yeah, that's what I'm drinking today, Chris. A Truly Pineapple Lemonade. Uh, what about you? What are you drinking today? Well, Cody, I'm I'm kind of in this little in between spot here. I don't have beer this week. You know, I was really my my biggest regret on Thanksgiving was, you know, we have this delicious steak dinner. And you know what I didn't have? I didn't think to even pick up a bottle of wine like an asshole. So, I said all that to say this. I am drinking that bottle of red wine that I would have was supposed to have on thing on steaks giving just a just a red blends it's some old fucking five dollar bottom shelf red blend with you know very fruit forward 13 percent alcohol i mean it's 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 a red blend there's not really much to say but it's hitting the spot that i needed it to hit a week late and yeah, nothing wrong with that better late than never right chris Exactly. You know, and there's nothing wrong with sipping on some red, you know, a, a classy drink while you watch a classy, classic anime. It's all upside, Cody. Absolutely. It is, Chris. And I, uh, that was a good transition, Chris. I, I think we can go ahead. Oh, and just, thanks. <laughs> we can just dive right into uh, episode 27 here. Um, Dude, I'm really, the best real... recap episode ever. Yeah, I was going to say it's just a recap real quick. Uh, we <laughs> well, we have a recap episode. Um it's called Interlude yeah. Party, um, and we see mm -hmm. 
Our boy Von Hohen, or maybe not our boy. We don't know yet. We can't trust him. Uh, yeah, the, the jury's out on whether he's our boy or not. Yeah, he went from bad dad to questionable dad over this this next chunk of episodes. <laughs> yep, yeah, and because I, I do love and you know, not to not to jump the gun, but we do get some really nice backstory about him, and not necessarily in this episode, but a few episodes down the line, and it's. It's it's good. Like, Cody, it's good. You do start to kind of feel for him a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, you know, spoilers ahead if you guys haven't seen these episodes. Again, 27 yeah. through 39 is what we're going to be uh, dissecting today. So catch up and mm-hmm. then come back. Or if you've already seen it like like you have, because we know you have, uh, keep listening. <laughs> um, Goddamn right. But, yeah, Chris, we, we pick up. We're at, like... I, I guess I could talk about just what's going on outside of the, the flashbacks because we've we've talked about those, right? Um, but mm-hmm. Owenheim is at this like little like get together campfire kind of thing with Panaco, uh, Winry's grandmother. Obviously, mm-hmm. much younger Panaco, much taller Panaco. Also, she like she shrunk down in size as she got older. Unfortunately, <laughs> they say that happens, I, I, but I, I don't know. Panaco really got the short end of the stick. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, See, that means yeah, those are short puns. I love them. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it works, Chris. It works with you know how Ed hates the short jokes. It all makes sense. Oh yeah. Um. And yeah, you know, there, he's just kind of like he's very distant, just only talking with Panaco. Really, uh, there's like a, a little girl that comes up and asks him to dance, and he's kind of just like, meh. I don't really. Mm-hmm. He's not really. He's he, he's clearly like a loner. Um. And then, of course, you know, after we go through all these flashbacks and things like that, we see that he was just drunk and he was dreaming. This was all just a dream, apparently. Um, and, you know, he, he departs Risenable. It's kind of hard to figure out when this all takes place. Because as for now, like, we don't really know where Hohenheim is, um, I would say. Um yeah, and then it kind of... Yeah, I, I don't know where the fuck he's at. <laughs> I don't know where he is, Chris. The father guy looked like him. Was that him? Um, <laughs> oh, my God! Now we'll get to that. Yeah, like... Um, but, yeah, you know, we know he left his family, and we're going we're, we're gonna to put a pin in that for now, because there's some more Hohenheim stuff that we're going to find out uh, here in just a few episodes. Um, Absolutely, because uh, you, you, you kind of hit the nail right on the head, Cody, because we're going... We're going back in this next episode to where we left off with the boys, with Gluttony and Alphonse heading down into the sewers, Scar and Zhao Mei uh, heading down into the uh, into the sewers. Um, you know, we the, we're, they're all heading towards Father. With uh, with oh yeah, Ed, Envy, and um, Ling were going through into you know transmuting themselves out of this uh, kind of fake eternity limbo door that they were in inside of gluttony god i forgot that's how far back we went chris i, I didn't even think about that like we get yeah. a, we get a long ways in these next 12 episodes um yeah we do we sure as shit do and, and of course i watched these like eight or nine days ago now at this point but <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah i forgot we went that's how yeah because we ended with ed saying you know i'm coming back for you all that stuff yeah, your favorite episode was what we ended last week. Yeah, of course. So yeah, now we're now we're we're kind of here. God, I got the seltzer burps already, Chris. Yeah, we are here. Oh, maybe. Uh, and kind of everybody shows up to the party like 
one after another, like very much like one after another are almost all at the same time. Um, and, you know, obviously the brothers are reunited. They're, they're happy about that. Um, Envy, you know, he's there in his gigantic, ugly dinosaur form, whatever you want to call that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Ed and Al are, you know, they're, they're wanting to kick ass and take names. Uh, and we see this father mm-hmm. guy who clearly looks like Hohenheim. Um, but he, 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 Chris, he's nobody to fuck with. He, uh, he's got, no. he uses his, whatever alchemy powers he has to basically, Ed and Al, they can't even use alchemy. Um, oh, yeah, he, he, he like locks them out. Yeah, they're, they're used yeah, to silence on them. Yeah. Um, Ling, Ling tries to fight. No match. Um, uh, I can't remember how it gets brought up, but Ling eventually is given the Philosopher's Stone that was given to Greed. I think the father yep. just kind of liked, liked how he, like, like his spunk, like how he was fighting and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe just, like, his attitude and stuff like that. And he offered the Philosopher's Stone to Ling if he could handle it, of course, because we know, like, when a human's given a Philosopher's Stone, if they survive, they become a homunculus. Uh, and Ling, you know, willingly accepts... Uh, much to the the dismay of Ed and Al, like they don't want him to take it. Um, then Chris, we get probably one of the coolest characters that I wish we got to see more of in this section, and mm-hmm. that's you know, what we call, I guess, Greed Ling, <laughs> Ling Greed. Yeah, um, yeah, he, Greed is back, and Greed is good, and I love to see it. Yeah, I I, I love this version version quote unquote of Greed. I, I like this character a lot. I mean, Greed, I think, is already my favorite homunculus, even though we haven't got to see him a whole lot. Um, but Ling, I am Ling, a, I'm a wrath man, baby. Wrath all day long. Oh, no. <laughs> well, he, he he makes plenty of appearances here, Chris. <laughs> no, he sure he really, does. He really shows his ass over these next couple episodes. <laughs> oh, boy, doesn't he? Uh, but while that's going on, Scar and Mei Xiao, or is it Mei Xing? Xiao? Uh, Xiao, Xiao Mei. And then it's Xiao Mei... Or, What's the panda's name? Yeah. Uh, Mei Xiao uh, and Xiao Ming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Xiao Mei and then Mei Xing. Mei Qing. Yeah, Mei Cheng. Whatever. It's all the same. <laughs> the, 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 the tag team champs of yeah. Amestris here. <laughs> yes. But they, That's sh- right. they show up um, and start to fight too. They take out some Chromeras on the way. Um, and then Ed mm. kind of spills the beans that we found out in. The previous couple episodes that Envy is the one that triggered this fallen civil war. Um, yep. Which obviously that just sets Scar off. Scar starts attacking Father, oh. attacking everybody. Um, but once again, Scar's alchemy gets kind of canceled out. Yep, because all he because all he can do is um. Because I want to say there's like this neat moment where, um, I think Father even says to him that oh you don't even like use alchemy all you you just you you just destroy things or something like that. Yeah, because I I want to say Scar actually like grabs him by the face, but it just doesn't. It doesn't do shit. Yeah. yeah, and then he can just detect exactly what he was trying to do. Um, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, May gets injured by gluttony, um, and eventually, you know, this is a losing battle down here, and so Scar. Yeah. Um, basically, everybody's trying to escape, uh, except for Ed. Ed wants to fight with Greed because he wants a Ling back. Uh, but, you know, Ling made that choice on his own, and Ed can kind of sense that Ling is still somewhere inside of him. Um, 
Let's see. Uh, so Scar and yeah, me. I, I know the big thing here is um, I know um, as everybody's trying to escape, we uh, we kind of catch the end of Gluttony here, if I'm not mistaken, because his uh, his fucking philosopher stone is basically just. Oh yeah, yep, yeah. Whenever Scar and May and Al, I think, are trying to escape, um, Envy and Gluttony are you know in hot pursuit. Scar does like this, uses like I, I can't remember if it's it's the steam. Uh, hydrogen, like, use like hydrogen or something. Some, some kind of gas, some kind of big explosion thing that he causes. Um, uh -huh. And yeah, Father extracts uh, Gluttony's Philosopher's Stone, absorbing it basically into himself. Um, which, you know, it, it might not be the end of Gluttony. We'll see, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because we get that little uh, that little after credit scene. There's a, quite a few after credit scenes in this uh, in this chunk here. Yeah, and I only watched a couple of them, unfortunately. Um, uh -huh. just because it's, it's just a habit, like wanting to get to the next episode. Um, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much, I want to say that's all that happens in the first episode. Um, yeah, they, they come face second. to face with father and realize that they are just completely out fucking gunned here. That's really the, that's really the long and short of this episode. They, uh, where we kind of come face to face with our big bad and they they can't do shit to him. Uh, and then going right into the next episode, um, Envy basically their lead. He leads Ed and Al up to um, to see Wrath. Um, yep. Which turns out, Chris, this, this hideout part. that they're in is directly under Central Command headquarters. They're literally right there already. And we just hop on the elevator, and what do you know? We're at Fear King Bradley's office. Yeah, this is a this episode. This is an episode where like. You learn very quick. I mean, if you didn't know already, you learn real quick that uh, King Bradley Wrath is not somebody to fuck with because uh, you know he just invites him into the room where he's having his little uh, little chat with Mustang, and basically just kind of lays down the law to him. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and also is like, oh yeah, your uh, your mechanic Winry, uh, you know, sure would hate to have something uh, happen to her. And he just flat out was like, oh, I'll kill her. I'll kill her and her entire fucking family if you don't play ball. Like, without even missing, just doesn't even skip a beat. Yeah, he... he uh, because, like, at first, Ed's trying to, like, resign as a state alchemist. He's like, no, no, no. Not today. Um, little does... Well, your King Bradley can sense it, but May and Xiaomei are also hiding in Alphonse's armor. Injured. Oh, what a great moment where he goes... He, like... Because, like, first of all... Bradley's not even worried about the three of them trying to fight him because he's like he doesn't even he's just got like his sword just kind of sitting there he's sipping on tea. But then I love as they're leaving when he basically asks like we're all good right okay and as they start to leave he goes and stabs Alphonse and I love how like May's like down in his leg like <laughs> freaking the fuck out I thought it was a really good comedic scene yeah for such a serious moment again the show does those like comedy moments better uh, than any other one I've ever seen. Um, and they can do yep. it, like this is where the boys find out also too that all of Mustangs, you know, havoc or not havoc, but like um, Hawkeye and Fallman and Breda, how they've all been basically how the gang has been dispersed. The 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 chess pieces on Mustangs board have been uh, dispersed. Yeah, um, and Fear King Bradley or Wrath uh, also denies killing Hughes when asked by Mustang, uh, but he doesn't name who the killer was. Yep. Which I mean, it's it's semi honest, right? And I do I do love as they leave. It's like he basically asked Mustang for fucking like Al, I, I, Ed asked Mustang for money on the way out the door, or as they're out in the hallway, 
pretty great. Another great comedic scene between these two. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then meanwhile, we have Scar uh, still trying to escape the uh, basement that they just got out of. Uh, and he runs mm-hmm. into Marco. Dr. Marco is still, yeah. still alive, uh, contrary to what the uh, live-action film told us. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. He's alive and well. He's not going to be well for much longer, but he's he's alive. Yeah, and you know, and then uh, he's begging Scar to kill him. Like he's he is begging Scar to end his life for like the atrocities that were pretty much his fault in uh, in Ishval. Yeah. Um, and you know, kind of they he kind of they have a little talk there. Um, like you mm-hmm. said, he, he's wanting Scar to kill him, uh, but Scar wants to know more. He wants to learn more about why what happened in Ishval happened. You know, just mm-hmm. everything about it. Um, uh, and then later on, we get Mustang uh, tells Armstrong of Cure King Bradley's true identity that he's a homunculus. All this mm-hmm. stuff, just kind of bringing him up to speed. Um, Al takes, and this, I want to say this is the last time we see Armstrong pretty much in this entire crop of episodes. He was just outside while uh, while Hawkeye walked away uh, to to use the bathroom, as it were. Yeah, we see him once more. He's the one that relays the message to Al or to Ed. Oh, that's right, because he gives him the the introduction letter for his sister. That's right. That's right. Yeah, but for the most part, he he is not in this, this chunk yeah, of yeah. episodes, like you said. Uh, and yeah, then, but it's okay. We trade one Armstrong for another in this group. Yeah, not, uh, that's a good trade, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> I'm all for it. Um, I'm here for it. And then, of course, May being hurt, Al takes her to Doctor Knox. Knox is treating um, Lanfon as well, um, and they kind of bring Lanfon up to speed that what happened with or what happened with Ling that he is now a homunculus that he's got the Philosopher's Stone. Well, she's happy to hear. Um, because obviously their nation wants like this immortality thing. But we also have a moment here where uh, where Lanfon meets uh meets May, uh-huh. and uh, these two are like rivals. Like they're they're ready to fucking kill each other. Yeah, that is the Shing rivalry right there. Uh, well, because they're that's right. I can't remember. Are they from? They're from different families, but they're all like I, I yeah competing for the same thing essentially. Mm-hmm. Immortality. Um. And then, of course, Ed, you know, thinking about it more, he, he remembers that Scar and May were still able to use their their mm-hmm. alchemic abilities, although Scar's kind of got canceled out later. Um, but May, he knows that she was able to use her Alka history. And so now, that's kind of what Ed wants to learn how to do. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, I got the beer burst. Yeah, I, 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 like, I like that they're taking that, you know, they're they're... They're trying a new approach because uh, you know Alka history is you know more medicinal, but maybe combining the two will help them get their body back without 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 having to sacrifice a human life. Yeah, or if they ever get caught in another moment where their alchemy gets canceled out, they might have another way. Yeah, and not just be completely exactly just useless. <laughs> um, exactly, uh, and, and I'm then, here for. It. And then episode thirty. Uh, this is where we get. A lot of details on the Asphalon War. This is where they kind of... What a great episode. This is one of my favorites. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, we get to see Bear told Hawkeye, who is uh, the father or yeah, the father of Hawkeye. I couldn't remember if it was Grandpa or not. Uh, who is actually like Mustang's teacher. Uh, mm-hmm. Taught him basically everything he knows. Um, 
which is where we learned. I mean, this is where we see why, you know, Mustang and Hawkeye are pretty close. Because they've been, it seems like they've known each other for a long time. Yeah, and she actually has the full details of his flame alchemy tattooed on her back. Um, yeah, which is really dope. Really dope and sexy. <laughs> yeah, she gets both of the, uh, like, the mid-episode, the full metal alchemist. Full metal alchemist. Mm-hmm. Like, both. Yeah, she sure did. That's how you know. That's how you know you've made it. It's the double Reza Hawkeye special. I was like, wow, all right, mm-hmm. good for her. Um, That's right. And so we we kind of get a couple different groups here. So we have Ed meets up with Hawkeye in this episode, and she kind of tells him about uh, what happened in Ishval. Mm-hmm. While that's happening, Marco is also telling Scar um, what's going on. So we, it's basically just a big flashback episode, um, which I, I think is really needed. Um, Find out. Yeah, I like I like how we're getting them from both perspectives, by the way, which is really cool. Yeah, um, we find out this war had been going on for seven years until your King Bradley signed a document um, ordering the extermination of all the Ishvalans. Um Yep, literally all of them as a, as a, as a it's it's genocide basically. Oh, absolutely. Um, and then Marco, of course, confesses to Scar that he was involved in using. Fallen Lives to make a Philosopher's Stone, um, which was then mm-hmm. given to Major Salf J. Kimbley, who we've seen before. Oh, boy. Um, not oh. only in the Scar flashbacks, but he's also, like, early, early in the, I think in the first episode, actually, with the freezing water. Yeah, he's there. He, he's like, yeah, he's there. He's in the, in the prison cell. Yeah. Um, so this dude, he, he is a bad guy, and we get to see, like, you know, in detail, exactly just how evil this dude is. And he's going to play a, a major role coming up here. Um, and then, of course, we also see, like, this the fallen leader, like, comes to Fear King Bradley and is like, look, take my life, spare my people. And he's like, nah, how about fuck that? I'm just going to kill everybody. Like, <laughs> Fear King Bradley is just, uh, he's a, a savage. Like, does not care about anything but no. the success of this military. Um, and then yeah, and then also too, the, you also get a little backstory on Kimberly. Why Kimberly was locked up because uh, he basically killed um, a bunch of officers when they gave him a philosopher stone to do pretty much even like all the shit they were doing was made worse by giving the alchemist the state alchemist philosopher stones. Yeah, and Kimberly was really the only one who enjoyed it. Yeah, and you know, looks back on it fondly. Like this dude is. Yeah. Uh, a, a bit of a psychopath. Um, and then, of course, after everything in Ishval ended and Mustang was when he like got his new dream to become the new Fuhrer to, you know, protect the people, mm-hmm. uh, appointed Hawkeye as his, you know, leading lady. And um, that's that's their mission is to for him to getting him to become the Fuhrer. Um, and to Pretty all, much. And then she also mentions that, like. They, if this happens, they could be punished for their crimes that they committed during the war, all this stuff. Um, and yeah. And then uh, we flash back to old boy Envy, who is now back in his regular old human form. Uh, uh-huh. No big green dinosaur anymore. Um, and he goes to check Marco's prison cell. And we find a corpse, Chris, and the word vengeance is written in blood. Vengeance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right on the wall. Um, which... As we as we'll come to find out, we know Marco's not dead. No way. Scar wants more information out of him. Um, oh yeah, which which was which was awesome. I, I mean, I, I was not surprised. 
Um, I remember the first time I watched it, I, I honestly thought that he killed Marco here. I was like, Oh, well, I mean, it makes sense, right? Cause Marco wanted to die and scar was ready to kill every single, uh, state alchemist. Um, but we also do get another nice little comedic moment here with may, how, how she was so smitten over Ed. And then she, she starts feeling that way for Alphonse who's tall and blonde. And I don't know, this episode had a lot of high notes for me. Yeah. They, they throw in some comic relief to help out with the, the genocide that's happening on the, on the battle. Oh, right, absolutely, Jesus. Yeah, they let us up to breathe for a couple seconds there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I think that's probably my favorite episode out of this section. Um, obviously, there's a lot of cool stuff that happens at, when we get to mm-hmm. breaks here in a minute. Um, but I, mm-hmm. I I had always wanted to see more of Ishfall uh, just to find out. Yeah, talk about another show I would love to just watch. I would watch a series about the entire Ishfall and War. It's just Kimberly just laying waste. <laughs> oh, just fucking with with just with extreme prejudice. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god. Yeah. Um yeah, and then uh moving right along, Chris. Um Oh, uh I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank here. I was looking at something else. <laughs> but Ed now oh, we're all right. once again on this mission to learn out more about Alga history, so they decide to start looking for um, May and Xiaomei. Um Mustang subordinates, like we mentioned, they get sent off to all their different military bases, you know, one to the east, one to the west, one to the north, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Um, Mustang and Ed, or Mustang picks up Ed now at one point just to kind of have a conversation with him, uh, which is more just, they're, they're kind of like not... They're, they're, it's more of a warning sign, kind of saying like, "Hey, watch, you know, what you're saying to everybody," because they're kind of, they're just chatting. Like Mustang's like, "Oh, you still owe me my money back from earlier, remember?" Um, but, yeah, that was a pretty funny moment where they were driving in the car. Yeah, and you remember? <laughs> like, it wasn't that long ago. He's like, "I'll pay you back when you become pure, and when you become pure, you'll have to do this, and then after that, you'll do this." Um, mm-hmm. But it seems more of like a, a warning. Uh, to the boys, like if you didn't already know, yeah. like watch out. Um, and then we see Mustang also. Uh, there's this note that he has from Fallman mm-hmm. uh, to make contact with his previous officer. If you get, if you remember from the guy that he played chess with, Grumman. Um, yeah, the old the old general that was in uh, East Command. Yeah, and so he he's recruiting one of the good ones. Yeah. One of the good one of the good members of the senior staff. Yeah, I would say he's he's recruited him. And we'll see him in a minute. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then back at um, oh, what's the doctor Knox's office? Um, yeah, who returns? Uh, the old man who was with Ling and Lanfan. Uh, he yeah, but this is where we find out that he's he's Lanfan's grandfather, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and he's 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 pissed that she's lost an arm. Um, oh yeah, and they oh yeah. For auto mail, and he's like, fuck that. <laughs> How about fuck that? He is not having it. Um, no. But him and Lanfan kind of head out of there. I I can't remember if they go back to Xing or what they do after that. But I'm pretty sure that's what happens. This, this whole episode here is a big setup episode. We're, yeah. we're 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 moving the chess pieces for for further adventures. Yeah, because Fu was helped get um get R- Maria Ross over Xing. Uh, yep. And then uh, we get to see Knox gets to finally see his like wife and son who come over and like 
Mm-hmm. You know, and he wants to become a doctor. So sweet. Yeah. And, and I do like the moment where like he's boiling the coffee and he just kind of sits there for a second. He's like, God, I don't know if you're real or not, but just let me have this one moment. Let me just have, let me just have a goddamn cup of coffee with my family, please. Yeah. I thought that was a really cool, like, you know, he deserves this after everything that's been going on. Like, let him just have a cup of coffee with his family, for God's sake. Right. The shit is about to hit the fan. Because Chris, Envy suspects that Marco is still alive and escaped with Scar. And so what does he do? He releases Kimberly from prison. There's only one man for the job, Cody. And that is um, fucking... I I know it's in this version, it's Soph. I'm always referring him as as Joff Kimberly because that's what I remember him as from the array. Because he was Joff J. Kimberly in the original Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, was Um, he? Okay. Yeah, it was it was just like it was Liza, it was Liza Hawkeye as well. Um, but either way, either way, it's fine. Kimberly is fucking the, the, the shackles are off. I didn't even remember it was Liza Hawkeye either. Damn, that's that's wild yeah. to think about. It's been a, it's been mm-hmm. I mean, it's been years since I saw that. Um, of course, those characters I usually just refer to them as Kimberly and Hawkeye, obviously. But exactly, cool little changes there. Um, Absolutely, but old baby, yeah, he is out and he is uh, ready to fucking just ready to slam some ass. Yeah, and <laughs> and he's gonna be on like Scar's ass pretty much from the jump. Um, yeah, we see that Scar also uh, deforms Marco's face. Uh, so oh man, so he like about fucking rips his face off, man. Oh baby, yeah, so that he won't be recognizable when they head north. Um, and they're heading north uh-huh. to get his it's his brother's alchemy notes, I believe is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, um, his uh his alchemy notebook. Yeah. Um and then you know, kinda of going right into the next episode. A lot of these these later episodes kind of run together, uh, especially when we get to mm-hmm. Briggs. Um But we also see May catching a train with a hooded person. Um so, yeah. so we have Scar and a hooded person and May and a hooded person. Uh they head north mm-hmm. uh and Scar heads west. Um only to hop onto a train heading north later on. Um, or, no, they just take the road north. They hop onto the train when they get confronted at gunpoint by the soldiers, because obviously, um, you know, Scar is still a one fugitive, all this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And Grumman actually catches, sees May, because he recognizes the cat. Oh, this, this guy, so I fucking love, I forgot all about this part with Grumman. Dude, I did... <laughs> I did too, and then they showed him like when they first showed him, uh, he's dressed as a woman. Obviously, I was like, "No, oh, yeah. that's that's what they did with him." <laughs> the old fucking Mrs. Doubtfire looking ass. I love it. Yeah, and so he meets up with Colonel Mustang at Hughes's grave, and kind of brings him on, onto the team. Um, yeah, I love it. Yeah, what a good time. Grumman's one of the good ones, and it is hilarious to see him dressed up as a woman. Um, and then I think he's the one that actually reveals to Mustang that he saw May going north onto a train. Um, yeah. And that's when Mustang gives the information to Armstrong. Armstrong heads over to Ed, who is now studying in the library, looking for alchemy history stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Tells him he's got to head north to Briggs. And he's like, you're going to meet somebody there. You're going to want to talk to her. Um, mm-hmm. Come to find out that her is... Uh, your favorite girl in the in the show, probably Chris. Uh, oh, the best gal ever, Major Olivia Marie Armstrong, the older sister of 
Alex Louise Armstrong, and I fucking love her to death. Yep. Just step on him, sister. Just step <laughs> on him. Chris, before they can head north, um, they're kind of talking about, or Ed goes to meet up with Al, or maybe Al meets Ed. I can't remember which way it goes. But they're in the library talking about heading north. And they get interdu- interrupted by Salim Bradley. Oh, baby. Can't trust this little shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he, he's cracking short jokes at Ed, but he's a big fan of him. <sighs> um, next thing you know, two guys like pull guns on him. They're like, get away from Mr. Salim. Like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, what's going on? And then, of course, there it's revealed that that's the Fury's son. Well, now they're. Now we're at, at a. A family meet and greet with a Furious oh, family, man. and you know he's he's coming in five seconds later. They're like, "Oh, oh so what, do you, what do you think of your dad?" And then boom, he's there. Like, yeah. you rang. <laughs> yeah, I, I just happened to be uh, going by. Yeah, you know, not being busy ruling the country and <laughs> planning the death of all of my citizens, but I was just in the neighborhood. You know, I figured I'd pop in. Mm-hmm. I, just, I love just how tense the oh, room is when he shows up. Yeah, like yeah, like you said, tense is exactly what it is. Like, mm-hmm. you, you can just sense the evil in the air. Um, yeah, I love it. I love it. And so you know, then the brothers after the meeting, um, you know, they they kind of talk their way out of there um, and head north. Um, and. So they head north, and then, Chris, we get to see uh, Scar is on a train now, of course. And oh, we, did, we did forget one thing uh, important. I believe there was something that Grumman uh, had mentioned. I can remember if he mentioned it to Mustang um, about how General Raven approached him about wanting uh, an army of oh, immortal yeah. soldiers. Yeah, that yeah. comes into play a little bit later. That's, that's, a, that's a pretty important piece there. Yeah, because he's going to be asking... Another person that same with that question. That's right. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, we see. Uh, I can't remember if it's. It might be during this episode, but where Kimberly first finds the first train that Scar was supposed to be on, and then he finds the mountain path, and then I can't remember if he attacks the next train that he finds out Scar's on. Because I think I think that's in the next episode, but I don't remember it all. It all once they hit once they head north, it all just kind of starts running together. Yeah, I think in this episode they find out that he hopped off the West Train and then uh-huh. on that path, uh, and then going into this next episode, uh, I know uh-huh. they find like the 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 mount or the what am I trying to think of? The mountain slide is that what I'm trying to think of? Yes. Is that the word I'm not mudslide, but like clearly. Oh, like an avalanche, like an avalanche. Mountain slide is that what I'm trying to think of? Mountain slide? Sure. Close enough, you know. I think you're, you're making words up at this point. <laughs> but clearly it's a man-made... Like, Scar cleared a path and then recreated it to make it... Oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. There wasn't a path that they were going on, but Kimberly's no fool. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he's, yeah, he's... Hot, he's hot on the case, Chris. And he basically says... Oh, hey, absolutely. His whole unit that he's been assigned, he's like, this is all on me now. I got this. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, he catches up on a, on a train... Jumps to Scar's train, goes to confront who he thinks is Doctor Marco, only for the hood to get pulled back, Chris, and it's goddamn Yoki, fucking goddamn Yoki, that son of a bitch. <laughs> That's Yoki's music. 
Um, he's like, wait a minute, you're not Dr. Marco. And then Scar shows up. Um, they have a little bit of a fight, but it's... Emily kind of gets his ass kicked here. He gets fucking impaled. And, you know, Scar... Emily gets that shit beat out of him in this episode. Yeah, Scar gets a little bit of revenge, but doesn't get to finish Kimberly off because Kimberly breaks off uh, the train cars on the train. So Scar's train comes to a halt. His keeps going to north. Kimberly uh, is fucking bedded up in the hospital. Yeah. Um, and then we flash over to where May is, and May is the hooded figure she was with is Marco. Uh, so they're, they're still heading north. Um, Ed and everybody's heading north on separate trains here. Um, mm-hmm. But Ed now... That's a lot of trains going north. A lot of trains, yeah. And Ed now arrive at um, North City, um, which is not Briggs Fortress. they got to keep heading farther, farther north. Um, oh, yeah. like Brig- Fort Briggs is like basically the fucking wall for Game of Thrones. Yeah. You gotta, once you get past the wall, then you gotta go to the North Pole after that. Um, Pretty much. And, you know, so they they make their way there and they are attacked by uh, our first member of what I like to call the Briggs Brigade, Chris. <laughs> yeah, fucking bu- our man Buccaneer. And this ain't Tom Brady looking back at you. This is a bad motherfucker right here. He's got his auto mail chainsaw arms. I don't even know what to call this thing. It's it's some cool looking. Oh, it's a, yeah, it, it is a chainsaw of sorts. Yeah. Um, and we we quick, quickly come to realize in the middle of this little this little fight that they're having is Ed's uh, arm isn't working quite right. Um, no. It turns out you got to have a certain type of auto mail if you're going to be in the north where it's all winter and it's snowing and all this stuff. Um, but of course, all of this gets interrupted by. Uh, General Olivier Mira Armstrong, Marie Armstrong. Yeah, baby. Your boy, Chris, or your girl, Chris, excuse me. Um, and, and That's right, her, the fucking best. Well, they do call her sir quite a bit. Uh, she don't put up... Oh, her, yeah. You don't call her ma'am, you call her sir. Mm-hmm, goddamn right. And, you know, the hand over the She letter. is running shit. Yeah, they're like, oh, we have a letter from your brother. She's like, I don't care. Rips it up, throws it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's she's like, your 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 strength is the only introduction or some shit like that. Yeah, they're like, and like, it's the law of the north. He's like, I'm a I'm a state alchemist. They're like, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you 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 forgot where the fuck you were, little kid. Yeah. Um. And so you know, eventually she brings them in. Um, mm-hmm. And while that's happening, May and Marco get to the. They're like little hideouts that Scar was telling them about, and that's where um, Scar's brother's research notes are. Ugh. And they start to... Well, they try to decipher those, but they need Scar because it's written in, like, ancient fallen language. Um, yeah, and then moving right along, Chris. Um, like I said, Ed gets brought up to speed that his automail is not suited for the cold weather. Um... And they start to get questioned by uh, Olivier, and she's like, you know, "What the fuck are you guys doing here? What's going on?" Um, and of course, he the- wants the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help you fucking God. <laughs> and of course, the brothers can't really tell her everything. They kind of bring her up to speed that they attempted human transmutation, and that's why their bodies are missing. And they're, they're looking for May. They're looking for anything about alka history. All this stuff. 
Um, and she's interested. And in Olivia is she's she is, and she's not stupid either. Because after they're done talking, she realizes immediately. She's like, "Oh, they're not telling me everything." Yeah. Um, and she sends them off, Chris, with our next newest character, Major Miles. Um, yeah. So, uh, Who is Anish Valen? Anish Valen, or Artish Valen? On his grandfather's side, he's got the red eyes. He's but he's in the military, Chris. Those are these are opposite forces, uh, and we kind of find out more about why he's in the military a little bit later. Um, but he, he's a cool guy. He, he's a good character, and then not only do we meet him, we also run into our boy Fallman. Um, yes, I love it. I love that they, they they are they're put the boys are put to work, and their job is scraping fucking icicles off this part of the fort and uh our fucking boy who fallman who has been promoted uh also i believe what he's a major now yeah well i, I don't know if i'm calling this a promotion oh no you know he, he's a second he's, he's a second lieutenant he's a second lieutenant yeah, he's yeah a, but uh the ice scraper <laughs> the ice scraper brigade is what these guys become <laughs> yeah and they say they make the joke that oh that's why you're here you were taken off the career path yeah um now, of course, while Miles is showing them all around, uh, everything kind of gets interrupted, Chris, because we got a new oh, homunculus. Uh, homunculus. Well, who, who, we've only seen we've only seen him briefly, um, just just digging a fucking hole. I, we've only seen like at this point, we've only seen this homunculus for like maybe like a second digging a hole, like in one of like the first like ten episodes, if I don't if I remember correctly. Yeah, and of course, this is sloth. Um, not a very. Uh-huh. He's kind of just like the big dumb homunculus that just does what he's told. Um, yeah, he is just a fucking knuckle dragger, dude. Just dig hole, me dig hole. Yeah, and you know they they try to fight him off. They're shooting at him and nothing. He is he is invulnerable. Like the dude can't he can't be killed. Uh, he starts just. But the thing is, like, he doesn't really like hurt anybody. Like he's just. Where the fuck am I? Just un- just knuckle dragging his way through the fucking fort. He just wants to dig this hole. He is, dude. He's Stanley Yilnance from fucking holes. That's what he is. He's- dude, he is. <laughs> he is the fucking equivalent of that that robot on Rick and Morty, whose only sole purpose for existence is to pass the butter. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. But yeah. While, while Sloth's just trying to walk around, you know, they're shooting bazookas and guns and tank. Rockets, I mean, just unloading and nothing's working. Um, oh yeah, um, she's asking and, Ed about, you know, why do you know about what this thing is? Because he mentions it, and he's like, mm-hmm. "I can't tell you that. I can't tell you this." Mm-hmm. But he he reveals that it has a similar makeup to a human, uh, which she then comes up with yep. the idea that they're gonna basically cover him up with tank fuel. And they're they're doing it the Briggs way, baby. Yeah, cover him with tank fuel and then force him outside so he'll freeze to death. Um, yep, because that tank like saps out like all your body heat and moisture and basically just turns you into a fucking human icicle. Yeah, and so and I love when they have him like in the hallway and they dump the game. They open the door and old fucking Maria just rolls in on a tank like Brad Pitt and Fury, just <laughs> right through the fucking door. I loved it. Yeah, just takes the tank on the elevator. <laughs> take take uh-huh. us to the second floor. Going please. up. <laughs> yep. Fucking love it. Uh, but yeah, they take care of that oh, for great. now. Um, and he freezes. Not to death, but he's frozen. So he, he's he's an ice oh, yeah. mode. Um, 
Yep. And then they fucking, she put, puts the fucking shackles on the Elrics until it's like, well, you're, we're just gonna, we're gonna lock you up until you go ahead until you're ready to tell us what, what you actually fucking know. Yep. Um, and then I think it's here where we flash over to Kimberly, who is in the hospital. Um, yep. Cause during that, that's when they caught word, um, Armstrong, Miles and Buccaneer, they had gotten word that Kimberly from Central is at the hospital, I believe in North City, and that Kimberly is basically saying, hey, I need full cooperation from the North and Fort Briggs on this case that I'm working. So that's when Miles decides to go uh, pay Kimberly a visit. And I love, I love this scene where Kimberly's like bedded up and Miles just kind of tells him what the fuck is actually up, you know? Like Miles is kind of Miles. I feel like Miles just wants to smother him with his fucking pillow is what he wants to do. Yeah, and I'm glad Miles isn't like afraid of him. Like he, he just tells mm-hmm. him how it is uh, with Fort Briggs, and not only does he visit him, but General Raven also pays him a visit. Shit, shit, Kathy, shit. Okay, General dude. Raven's here. Yeah, we've only seen General Raven like three times in this show, and every time I'm just like, this guy's mm-hmm. like so fucking good. You know, he's got these, he's got more philosopher stones. And he's always asking uh-huh. every general if they want a, a, a invincible army and all this stuff. Uh-huh. But yeah. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, um, you know, Marco and May are still learn- trying to figure out what this Alka history stuff is. Um, to no avail, pretty yeah. much, because they need Scar to be there. Uh, yeah, pretty much. And then back at back at the fort, back at the Hall of Justice, the the the. <laughs> The Briggs Brigade is down there. They're basically, um, they start going down and investigating that hole, trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. Yeah, or so we think, Chris, but then Olivier kind of sets up a little camp for him, and they're like, and she's like, all right, nobody else is around except for Buccaneer and Fallman. Time to spill the beans Mm -hmm. on what the fuck's going on. And then Edward now, kind of reluctantly, they're like, all right, look, this is is what's going on. Kind of bring her up to speed with where we're at in the story. Um, mm-hmm. and then Allman, you know, they, there's these tunnels now and um, Ed pulls out the map and he starts asking Fallman like, all right, so this happened in Lior, this happened here. And Fallman's like, well, there was this and this year and this and this year and this uprising and this insurrection, this, you know, all, all this stuff. And, you know, they're, he's, he's putting, he's connecting all the dots on the map, Chris, and it's just a giant transmutation circle, the size yep. of throughout the entire, the entire region. country, yeah, the entire country of Amestris. And they're trying to make some kind of super duper philosopher stone. The bad guys are at it again. And this is when they realize that this is what this is what Hughes figured out. And they, he, this they were just like, okay, Hughes clearly figured this is what was going on. He can Hughes already had connected the dots and ended up dying for it. Yeah, and not only that, but this was also like why this country was made the way it was, like how it. Like the way it was shaped, like where cities were built, all this stuff was all pre-planned. It seems. Yep. Yep. And this is also where the boys found out about uh, about Lior and Canelo, uh, Cornello. They were like, "Well, we took him out of we we exposed that fraud." And they were like, "Well, you know, shit continued to happen because once 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 the military came in, things started to happen again." So like, it was just really cool how all of this shit that you know, has happened throughout history. And like you said, the where, where see, like, I, I love that they're, they're, they're the, the long con is being played. Just such, just fucking awesome storytelling. Yeah. Because like and, it's transmutation circle is the same one they found in the fifth laboratory, by the way, like this shape, 
on the map yep. is the same one that was in the fifth laboratory. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned that about about the Lior stuff because like there was always a, a question in my mind, at least like the first time I watched it, like why are we seeing more Lior stuff? Why is there mm-hmm. you know, there's one moment at the beginning of an episode where you just see like people like killing each other and you're like, What is this? And now yep. and then they show that scene again and you're like, Oh, that was this other Lior mm-hmm. thing that happened because mm-hmm. when Full Metal and them showed up with the armies from the east, everything was mm-hmm. settled, but then Central Forces came out, sent all the eastern people away, and then started fucking shit up again. And we find out that's a reoccurring theme at all of these these past prior incidences and things like that. And it it kind of, you know, they've connected all the dots literally, and, you know. Yep, and I, and I love that Olivia's on board. The only person that she doesn't really give a shit about is Roy Mustang. She's like, oh, I don't really care about him. That's just another rival that I don't have to worry about if something happens to him. So I thought that was kind of funny that Fallman and Ed were just like, uh. But um, but she's down. She she is one of the good guys. She is down to clown till she's six feet underground. And um, well, their meeting is interrupted by the announcement of the arrival of General Raven at the fort. Um, so basically they're going to have um, their Maria uh, Maria's got to meet with him and uh, the boys are dropping eaves Cody they are dropping eaves indeed Chris um, and not only is Raven there Chris he brought his friend Kimberly um, he sure did he was, that son of a bitch Kimberly is uh, suddenly healed from his uh, injuries that's a little strange oh, he's looking great he's, he's looking damn good like he got a new bleached coat and everything his coat's all fresh and white like it was before I'm like, man. Mm-hmm. If laundry yeah. is only that easy in the real world. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. And not to mention that uh, General Raven asks uh, asks the big question to um, which, of course, he's getting awfully creepy and handsy with uh, yeah, with General is. Armstrong. I love how, like, in her head, she's like, I want to kill him. Yeah. She's like the opposite of her brother. Like, she is just fucking piss and vinegar. And he is all just like finesse and fucking chiseled abs. <laughs> Dude, it was like... What was weird about it is like he's like grabbing her hands and like holding her hands and I'm like, man, she could kill you. Like, at hey, any don't moment. you want to be around forever? Don't you want to have a baby and stuff like that? Yeah, and then she's then he then he asked the big question: Do you want to have an army of immortal soldiers? Aha! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's what we were waiting to hear. Yeah, and of course, you know he, he's fallen for all of their the he's fallen for their plan basically because they know he's up to no good. And obviously, Ed Al. Uh-huh. Um, Ullman and Buccaneer are all eavesdropping in on the on the call. Um, oh yeah, and so they they kind of got Raven right where they want him. Um, Absolutely. And then going but to- I want to say I want to say that meeting. I don't know if that happens in this episode or if it starts in the next episode. Okay, yeah, it's in the next episode because um, we go right into the next episode. Cody, we've got a really great flashback scene here with Honenheim. But their meeting gets interrupted. The, the the Briggs meeting gets interrupted because of um because of what's happening in the tunnel. Yeah. So like you said, the episode starts off. We get to see this Hohenheim flashback, uh, where we find out basically just real quick before we get back to the to the present day. Mm-hmm. We find out that his body is like ageless. Like he has like a he is immortal essentially. Like at least the body that he's in. Like he's. He's not mm-hmm. gonna age at all, which I don't. I think this is the first time we've heard mention of that. I think. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I don't recall hearing it prior to this, but like, I think what's what by like him ha- having children like scares him, and I, I guess it's because he's gonna uh, outlive them all. 
and he's worried that like he's gonna pass that curse along to his kids. Um, you know, it's it's weird. Yeah, it's like he wanted this immortal body, but then when he got it, and then he met Trisha, or, mm-hmm. and then you know now he's got a family. Now he's like, well, now I want to grow old and and die with these guys, and so mm-hmm. it, it makes it seem like that he he left to try and become human again, to try and figure out a way to become human again. So, you know, he he's earned a couple dad points. You know, he still left to get cigarettes. Yeah. But, you know. Oh, yeah. It, it, you know, there's, <laughs> there, there, there's, there's some, a little glimmer of hope, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said, back at the tunnels, or back at Fort Briggs, um, they send off some soldiers to find, kind of see where these tunnels go to. Like, how far do they go? Mm-hmm. And, Chris, they are attacked by uh, yet another homunculus, which... I think we've only se- yeah. we've only seen the name pop up on if you had the subtitles turned on at like one other moment, um, but it's like this creepy like shadowy. There's eyes and mouths and like, very Cheshire cat looking. Yeah, um, and of course this is Pride who will learn his identity here in just a moment. Um, yeah, because all these people in the tunnel are like dead except for like two of them. They're all just dead. Immediately. Yeah, and not only that, Raven is also talking to Olivier still, and mm-hmm. basically says, "Hey, you need to put Loth back where he came from. That's an order, and seal off the hole that he broke out of. You know, bring him in, dethaw him, uh, <laughs> and put him back. That's that's a that's an order." And she's like, hmm. "You know, Raven's up to no good." And so um, they do put him back in the tunnel. And they start to seal it with concrete. Uh-huh. But then, uh, Chris, your girl, your girl kills old. I love it. Colonel I love General it. General Raven, whatever his rank is, yeah, matter, General Raven. Yeah, you know, she just fucking slices him right down the middle and fucking buries him in the wet concrete. What a bad ass! <laughs> I love it. Yeah, She's like, oh yeah, make sure that concrete's good and smooth. By the way, I was like, yes, yeah. fuck yes. It's like the the first person since like lust that just like got what they deserved. Like, <laughs> yes, I fucking loved it. Um, but yeah, so that takes care of that. While that's yeah, happening, that, we got, that is out of here. We got our boy Major Miles distracting Kimberly like a fucking savage. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, after she kills Raven, she orders uh, Buccaneer and a couple of the other guys to go search the tunnel, kind of as a rescue mm-hmm. squad. Um, I think, Chris, the plot thickens because Ed and Al are sitting in their cell. Kimberly comes over to talk to him. And who does mm-hmm. he have with him? Because he's got fucking Winry. She's oh, he's, he's the low blow. He's hitting him with the low blow. I hate it. Yep. And, you know, of course, she doesn't know that she's a hostage. She's like, oh, I gotta fix your armor because you're in the north, blah, blah, blah. You know. Mm-hmm. Which is all, which is true. They got they got her there by feeding her from the long end of the spoon. So, oh, yeah. absolutely. So she works on his uh, auto mail, and um, meanwhile, outside of the Briggs area, or I guess just right outside of it, really. Um, Scar and Yoki reunite with May and Marco. Scar and them take out a couple of soldiers, so they know they got to move. Um, mm-hmm. And then, meanwhile, back at Central Command. Uh, yeah, Central uh, Mustang receives information about what's going on at Briggs um, via mm-hmm. a like a like a flower delivery lady. Who it seems like yeah. it seems like she is an Armstrong. She's obviously been working with the Armstrongs, but she has oh, yeah. 
For generations, Cody. Yeah, for she, generations. She's got the little curly Q thing that all of them have. Um, I fucking love it. And the sparkles, I love it. Yeah, I like how she's the informant on <laughs> for getting all this information to Mustang. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, you know, moving right along, like I said, Ed gets his auto mail upgraded by Wembley. Um, Oh, what happens then? Oh, the the troops that were sent down into the tunnel, they find a couple survivors. Um, and they're like, turn off your lights, turn off the lights, turn off the lights, because this monster operates in the shadows, so if there's, it's all shadows, or if there's no light, he can't hurt you. It's like, it, it's, like it's 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 one, like, uh, kryptonite, if you will. Um, yep. And, and then, like, and, like, Side like you see the shadows start to go after them, but just but then just rich freets, you know, clearly clearly could have killed them all if yeah. he wanted to. Yeah, it but... was almost like he was toying with them a little bit. Um, Absolutely. And then you know, flash over to Hawkeye who is dropping something off. I can't remember mm-hmm. what she's dropping off to. Um, the Fuhrer's wife, but then you see mm-hmm. like that creepy like little like shadowy tentacle sneak up behind her, and she goes to turn around. And oh, it... she, like, yeah, like the hair on her neck stands up. She like feels something really off when he's behind her. Yeah, and it's Celine Bradley, the kid, and um, mm-hmm. I want to say the mom says something like that sets off Hawkeye about like that makes her even more suspicious. Yeah, that uh, because Salim is actually related, like he is blood a blood relative to the Fuhrer. Even though he's an adopted, they're still like blood relatives. That's what it was, yeah. And so when Hawkeye's leaving, uh, she gets mm-hmm. cornered by Salim, or Pride, who reveals himself to be Salim, uh, and is also mm-hmm. the first homunculus, and is like, wherever you go, you know, I'm watching you. So watch yourself. Um, Pretty much, he is, he is. He was the first tumunculus. So. We have yeah. now discovered all of the seven deadly sins, um, in the form of a monkey and not that shitty Netflix anime. Um, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, and ultimately, at this point, like the rest of the rest of what we have here is Kimberly kind of taking charge and basically saying, "Hey, going to Edward and saying, hey." There's, we got three things, and you need to follow these to a T. We need to find Scar. We need to find Doctor Marco, and and then they need to go ahead and finish the um the I guess they need to carve a crest of blood into Fort Briggs. Yeah, which Ed obviously is like questioning that part. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, yep. And then he tries, to which means they need to go ahead and do some killing, some yeah. hunting and killing. Yeah, and then of course he's he's trying to egg Ed on with like a. Philosopher sounds like you can have it if you help. Uh-huh. Ed kind of just plays along and tells Alan Winry like, without telling yeah, so him, he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna listen. We're you know we're a military yep. lab dog, blah blah blah." Um, yeah. Alphonse, luckily, you know these are brothers. He he knows Ed's not gonna kill yeah. anybody. He knows he's not gonna use this philosopher's stone any of that stuff. And so they mm-hmm. head off to search for Squaw for Scar, and Winry um. She kind of cons her way into it, too. Yeah, she's like, well, yep. what, if, what if something goes wrong with his auto mail? And then, you know, Emily kind of reluctantly agrees to let her come along. Yeah, because because uh, Ed now, or at least specifically Ed, definitely kind of keeps fueling the argument to egg on Winry. So Kimberly eventually will just be like, fuck it, whatever, you can come, too. Yeah. Uh, which, obviously, the boys don't want her getting hurt. 
and obviously Scar killed mm-hmm. her parents, so you know they they kind of don't want her around just for her own yep. safety. Um, but you know they they arrive in this town. Uh, and they kind of dip out They're of the by, guards by their, school. By school, yeah. Um, they lose the guards that were assigned to them. They like use some alchemy in an alleyway. Um, yeah. Which, certain- by the way, it's Kim Kimberly's men um, are pretty much everywhere now in in the fort and. Yeah, you know, it wasn't just him and Raven that showed up. It. Yeah, there were there were there was a full like troop of uh of soldiers. Yeah, and we learned that they're not just your average soldiers here in a minute. Um, yeah, oh yeah. But Ed and Al, they start looking through these buildings, and you know, coincidentally enough, Ed's like, "Man, it'd be so much easier if they just ran into us." And then, and God sure as shit, <laughs> Chris, fucking, here comes May drooling <laughs> over Alphonse right. again. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they finally get to see Doctor Marco again, who's I mean looking awfully, uh, looking awfully uh, haggard in his uh, his his new state. Yeah, his, um, his and I also love <laughs> you know, big time. And then I love we get so we get like the Yoki backstory here, um, and they're not paying. Like, he's he's going off on his tirade how he was how Ed now or fucking now the Elwick Elwick brothers were criminals and they stole his position from him. Meanwhile, nobody's listening to him. And nobody cares. Um, yeah. The, the important part is he was a former, like, worked in a mine or something like that, uh, which comes into play because mm-hmm. this town was built on mines and things like that. So, um, but yeah, we get a little a little Yoki backstory. Um, yep. And there's a little bit of Armstrong family background. Like, he, uh, he was trying to, like, steal some shit from the Armstrong family mansion, and that's where, that's kind of what led Yoki to be where he was in that fallen, like, refugee camp. Yeah, he was going through it. He was trying anything, because, you know, he's just trying to make a living and try to get revenge for what he blames the Elric brothers for. Um, exactly. But, you know, meanwhile, in another part of Bas School, um, Scar gets cornered by some of Kimley's men, uh, Jerso yeah, these two, and, and Zampano. Which I actually forgot about these two, uh, honestly. Like, it's, it's been a minute mm-hmm. since I saw the show. And I forgot all you mean, about You mean these fucking dudes. Bebop and Rocksteady? Yeah, exactly. They turn into the fucking <laughs> the Ninja Turtle villains here. and uh, That's right. They're, of course, one of them who just fucking, one spits and one has spikes. Yeah. <laughs> Making turtle soup here. <laughs> That's right. Tonight we dine on Scar Soup. Yeah, and they, so they turn into their chimera form, and they're fighting Scar. Um, mm-hmm. Ed and Al show up to help out, um, restrain the ch- chimeras, restrain Scar, and then Winry and Major Miles show up, because Major Miles also mm-hmm. went out with them. Um, Winry confronts Scar, they have a little chat. Um, but then, of course, Winry being being the good soul she is, you know, Scar has this, like... I, I think he got cut from mm-hmm. one of the chimeras and she bandages them up she's like this is what my parents would want um and then you know we kind of we kind of shift gears here uh i want to say it's in this episode as we see kimberly's men roll up and scar like you see this big explosion in the building next thing you know scars on top of the building with winry as a hostage and ed's all pissed off yeah, he burst out of the building saying that hey, you know, Winry's a hostage, you know, Scar's here, and this is all your fault, Kimberly, that something's gonna happen to her. Um But and that's when the episode ends, Cody, but of course, of course, it's all it's all a work. It's all a work, Cody. They they're all in this together. Because as the next episode starts, we get we, we, we gotta get um, you know, we get brought up to speed on what's happening here 
Uh, we've got we've got one team heading back to Briggs through the um, through the mines under the city, and then we've got the other ones, you know, pursuing Scar above ground. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember who goes with which group. I'm trying to think. It's, uh, it's Yoki, Marco, Winry. Oh uh, no, no, Yoki. Yeah, Yoki. The two uh, boys, uh, fucking uh, Bebop and Rocksteady, um, and <laughs> Yoki, Marco. Them, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all the ones in the mines, and the ones above ground are Miles, Ed, Al, and Scar, and they're 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 they're, they're pursuing Scar, who has Winry. Right. Um, and fortunately for our our crew here, there is a winter like a a snowstorm showing up to the town. Um. So they're able to kind of just the, the group in the tunnel is able to get you know closer to Briggs. Um, yep. Oh, and also by the way, we get a quick cut back to Central, uh, not to Central, to um, to Fort Briggs, and uh, there are more Central Command troops pouring in. Yep. And uh, Miles gets Major Miles gets a call um, that Olivier yep. is no longer the commander of Briggs, and she's now being taken to transferred Central to Central. Yep. Yeah. It's now being controlled by these central soldiers. Obviously, like we mentioned before, central comes in, takes mm-hmm. over, and starts fucking everything up. Um, and then, now, but now we have a problem, Chris. Right? We have our our group with Scar and all of them heading to Briggs. Mm-hmm. Un, you know, unwilling. Like they don't know what's what's ahead. Like they don't know what's going on at at Fort Briggs, and so. You know, they can't go out in the blizzard, but they can send out Alphonse, who goes willingly into the blizzard to um, warn, the, warn the crew. Um, mm-hmm. and then we get, like, this weird, almost, like, scene inside of Alphonse's head is what I kind of imagine this as, because, like... Yeah. It's like he briefly sees, like, his body and... Um, Who's and looking really bad. His body's looking really... More haggard than when we saw it in episode 26. Yeah, and he wonders if it's trying to retrieve its soul. Um, you know, it's Ed needs to drink his damn milk, Chris. He needs to drink his Absolutely. milk. Absolutely, Al's body is, is struggling. Um, oh man! But then, but then, Cody, the final scene of this group, it's a, of this crop of episodes. It's a great way to pause. The last scene we get is you know, in, in Father's headquarters. He's got this map up with the large transmutation circle, and he starts putting pieces on different parts. He names Alphonse. Ed, Hohenheim, Izumi, and there's one piece that's missing on the fifth point of that transmutation circle. Cody, who's it going to be? Who could it be, Chris? Find out next time on Full Metal. Who is it? Who who drove the truck that hit the rock? By by God. Yeah, another thing I I found interesting about that scene is when he sets Izumi's piece down, he puts it on its side, Mm -hmm. and I was like, "Hmm." Yeah. That is very interesting. Questions mm-hmm. have been raised, and maybe they'll be answered in the next episode of Shonen and Suds. <laughs> and I can't wait because we're really getting into the thick of it. Like it's all it's all fucking gasoline. These next uh, we've got twenty four, twenty five episodes left. Uh, twenty five. Yeah. These next two, okay, because we're doing thirteen next week, and then we're doing twelve to finish it off. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll do the next thirteen, which is forty through fifty two, I believe. Hmm. Math checks out, I think. Can't wait. Um, but yeah, we get a new intro, new outro on this last episode. Um, mm-hmm. 
which I think is a step up from that last one. Um, yeah. In my opinion, I mean, they're both kind of meh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of the cards are on the table for this for this show going forward. Like, we know who's who. Like, yep, all identities have been revealed. The pieces are in place. Now it's just a matter of the fuck we gonna do about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I again, it's just it, this show is just continuing to be the the gold standard of which all anime will be measured. Like it is. Yeah. It's just the best. It is the best. It's anime, perfect. Period. It's perfect. There's not really much else I can say about it. Yeah, and like, yeah. we're just gonna keep gassing it up for the next couple weeks. Um, yeah, and I no think, reason not to. I don't know now, schedule wise. Uh, just for some quick housekeeping, is there any? Mm-hmm. As far as we got Christmas coming up here soon, but over the next two weeks, are we good just to watch all the way through? Yeah, we're gonna just finish this bad boy up because we should we should definitely be done. Now, I, I was thinking this was gonna take us through the end of the year. No, no, we'll be done before Christmas. Yeah, with with Brotherhood, we will be. Yeah, uh, and then of yeah, course, we'll, and then we'll continue our suffering with the live actions. But um, yeah, yeah, that sadly we have to do. But yeah, that'll pretty much be our. Obviously, today being December first, that'll be our our December schedule. We'll do uh, the next yeah. thirteen episodes on the eighth, the next twelve on the fifteenth. And the second live action movie and the third live action movie because there's five five Thursdays in December, five episodes of Shonen and Suds. Hell yeah, baby! We don't miss. Uh, unfortunately, those last two we're gonna we'll be nice and liquored up for those. It's ones. gonna be a miss. Yeah, it's gonna be a miss. I'm gonna be eggnogged up for those. Yeah, I'm Chris. I, I will be ready. Uh, that might be. We might do some day drinking episodes because Chris, I don't got nothing to do. Chris, the last day for my job is Friday the sixteenth, and after that, I am a free bird. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, so I might just go on a little two-week bender before I get my life together for the new year. <laughs> fucking heard that before you start making them resolutions, just get all fucking gassed up. Yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a lot of fun, and then uh, maybe we'll do like some kind of like New Year's special episode. Maybe just have some fun. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm all for it. I live for the fun. I always forget which we do, like which one we do. I can't remember if we do it on the. On a new year, or when we do it, when we do our little like re have a look at our polls and or our look at our uh, our rankings. I'm fine for doing it on New Year's. I'm fine with just you know, fuck it. That's what's on our heart, brother. That's what we're gonna do. All, all I know is Full Metal Alchemist is gonna be my new number one, I believe. Yeah, it's hard. It's it's fucking hard for it not to be. Like it's 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 impossible for it not to be. Yeah, the only it's thing, just so good. The only thing that would like I would say no to is. Um, like how I, I don't know if I want my rankings to be what my rank like what I think is better or if I want it to be my favorite. Mm-hmm. That's my only mm-hmm. which I think is a fair debate, you know. It is, it is. Maybe maybe that's what we can look at on New Year's if we could we could look at taking our, our current rankings or whatever they are at that point and just saying, Well, this is quality and this is what they mean to me, you know? I think that's fair. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it'll look, be fun. It'll be fun to dick around with. Look forward to that. We'll figure it all out over the next coming weeks. We got a lot of Full Metal Alchemist over the next thirty days, so um, the trains to the north keep rolling. Um, they do. We got new Proud we got, Mary keep on turning. Yeah, rolling, rolling. <laughs> we got more polls on the way. We got so many new anime coming out. Uh, My Hero season six yeah, we do. is is already starting oh. to dub. I'm sure it's. I don't even know where it's at, but. 
we covered. I want to say there's eight or nine episodes of season six out right now, at least in, 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 you know, in subtitles. Okay. So we still got a little bit before we get to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. We got a lot of good anime. We got the new Junji Ito thing coming out. Um, nom, 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 nom. We have, um, Seven Deadly Sins movies coming out. <laughs> There's a lot of good stuff, too. That's just the... We're definitely not going from Full Metal Alchemist live actions into those. We will throw something. No, out. hell no. Hell be... no. <laughs> yeah, we need we need an appetizer before we get to that fucking burnt steak of whatever the hell that shit is. Yeah, damn right we do. Um, damn right we do. But yeah, our, our schedule for December is all Full Metal Alchemist. Hope you guys it's the enjoy. best schedule I can think of. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, Chris, that's that's all I got for this episode. Uh, we kind of we yeah. breezed through that. That was an easy one. Um, yeah, I'm spent, because they spent a lot of time at Port Briggs, and that's kind of where this, I mean, this whole chunk of this was. It was a lot of backstory. It was a lot of filling in the holes of what we didn't know or what had only been briefly touched upon. And then it was like, well, Fort Briggs is kind of the next stage, and now we're going to, you know, I want to say pretty soon we start heading back to Central for all like the final fights and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I I really do appreciate them filling in those little gaps. I mean, even if it's something small, yeah. like you know, just just very basic stuff. Like they just they cover all the ground mm-hmm. perfectly. Like there is no yeah. no stone left unturned. Um, and I'm here for it. Um, yeah, join us next week, guys, as we cover the next thirteen episodes. Uh, I am Cody Snodgrass, and I am Chris Adams. Signing off again.